Hello and welcome back to the uh, Lost in Sci-Fi podcast. I'm your host Leland here with Elizabeth. Hello. And we, uh, this is our kind of our second episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our first episode we focused on Star Wars The Force Awakenings. Awakening? Awakening? Awaken? Awakens? Awakens, yes. (laughs) Awakening is good too. You know, that new Star Wars play. (laughs) Uh, And so we wanted to kind of play up. Our name, the Lost in Sci-Fi Podcast, because as I said the first time around, this is a podcast about just getting lost in sci-fi and other minutia things that you love about the genre itself, which exactly. branches off into infinite possibilities. Yes. And so basically how we're going to roll um, podcasts is if we don't have a specific topic that we'd like to discuss, we will then go to the Cosmic Selection, Ooh. which is a kind of a topic enveloped area where we don't know what envelope we're going to pull. So it's kind of like, well, let's see how it goes. And whatever that topic is, that is the topic for this particular podcast. Because as it is, when you get lost in sci-fi, you get lost in sci-fi. Yes. Elizabeth, if you would like to pull from the Cosmic Selection. I certainly will pull from the Cosmic Selection. All right. What have we got? What have we got? These were all categories that we sort of threw together a few weeks ago, so I don't even remember some of the stuff that I And I did not number them, so they are... They are as random as it's going to get. As random as it's going to get. All right. What do we have? Oh, here we go. (laughs) This one was one of mine. Here's the topic for today. Optimus Prime. Epic or a little whiny? That's fair. It is. It Uh, is. And that's funny that you are... The biggest Transformers freak I know. Hell yeah. And uh, I use freak lovingly. For, that's fine. Except for nothing Michael Bay. I try to pretend oh, he doesn't Well, no, yeah. Stuff. When I say Transformers, I mean Transformers. Yeah. The, the proper. Exactly. Uh, exactly. And I am a passing fan. I enjoy Transformers. Yeah. I was a bigger G.I. Joe He-Man kid. Okay. Uh, nothing against the Transformers. It was... Hard for me to understand what was going on a lot of the time. That's fine. That's Where fine. I say that, as if the 80s were difficult... To understand no. 80s cartoons. But opposed to He-Man or G.I. Joe, I got that very easily. Right. I, I think... was like, war, soldiers, sure. villain, magic. Yeah, I and think... then, these are cars. Right. Well, what gets a lot of people... I was so surprised. So I've told this story before. My sister and I, we see the 86 Transformers movie, which is just like godlike in its perfection. Sure. As far as I'm I've concerned. seen it. Yes, yes. It's wonderful. So we're talking to a friend of our mom's at one point who had actually gone to see it. And she said she thought it was a little scary because she couldn't tell who the good guys were and the bad guys were. And Kath and I were like so perplexed. We're like, well, obviously those are the bad guys and these are the good guys and whatever. But then Michael Bay's movie, that's my problem with it. And I think... Which which is just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, like oh, you yeah. just that's like a shading. Right. Just that's <laughs> like, one thing wrong with it. But I've been noticing in the More Than Meets the Eye comic books, every once in a while, it's... you. You've got characters who've switched sides, so sometimes they'll, they'll show me a room full of characters. I'm like, I can't remember who's supposed to be the good guy or the bad guy. And it was nice, at least with the, t- the action figures, that they did put the decal. The sticker is helpful. So you yes. was like, oh, that's a Decepticon, done. Yes. You go on this side. Yes, um, yes. And, and Optimus Prime, I think, even though I'm not the biggest Transformers fan, I do love Optimus Prime. He though. is wonderful. There wonderful. is something about his character that I find to be very badass. So I'm going to say he is epic and not at all whiny. I, I would say he is definitely epic. I say he's whiny, but it's strange. It's not in a bad way. Right. I like how he's conflicted. Certainly in the comic books lately, he's just 
tired of being in charge and he's That's tired fair. of people like and of course in the Windblade series right now he's gone over to uh, uh, the Camions Caminus I think is the name of the the sort of one of the lost colonies it's basically a Titan world ship and that's where these people okay. lived on yeah it's cool but no, I'll t- I trust everything sure, you're saying is sure. real I- <laughs> but there's actually like a myth built up about him because he carries the, the matrix and everything he's a matrix yeah. bear he's practically being worshipped as a god over there and he doesn't like it at all he's well, just like He's just a soldier. Yeah, he's exactly. always kind of felt, "I'm a soldier. This is what I do." Yeah. At least in my in, impression true. of it's the character. True. Even I'll even go as far as at least Michael Bay did capture that. Yes. That he did was very much like, "I'm a soldier. Yes. I'm fighting a war," and that's it. That's all yeah, I've got no, on that. Um, right. We're lucky he even is red. Right. That we can pinpoint him in a lineup. Exactly. Uh, but the I think he's epic, and I think that has to do a lot with uh, Peter's voiceover is oh, excellent. Yes, he he, the voicing of the character does do a lot for the character. Yeah, uh, even on the opposite side. Now, as much as I like, I'm a bigger Megatron fan. As are most I, people. I yes. love Megatron, and his voice is awesome in itself. Like yes. without Welker. I don't think I would have cared much as much for the character. And that's why they've done such a good job in More Than Meets the Eye. They have really captured the Megatron that you want to see. Yeah. I mean, he's they, they've given this whole backstory, and he's he's not conflicted the same way Optimus Prime is conflicted. But oh, no, still, he's evil. Yeah, he knows he what he wants. But, but he's over in More Than Meets the Eye. He's actually gone over to the Autobot side for a little bit. And a lot interesting. Of people are, a lot of people are very pissed off about it, you know, and I, including I Autobots was, and Decepticons both. I always felt that Megatron wasn't necessarily evil, is that he knows he wants one thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a military dictator. Sure. He, he wants to be in charge. Yes. But he has his minions to do it. So yeah. it's like, he's definitely a bad guy, mm-hmm. but he probably doesn't see himself as the bad guy, no. which is one of the beautiful things about being the bad guy, right. is that you don't ever see yourself as the bad guy. And part of the backstory that they've given him, you know, he used to be a miner, and this was back when the functionists yeah. were in charge, and you know, you were sort of set by what your alt form was and all this. But he also had, he was captured, and he was going to be reprogrammed, and they pretty much were fucking with his brain for a while to see him react to any kind of mind control memory erasing and everything it's such a, a layer to the character he's like no none of that because yeah. it's, it's, it affects him on a very deep level but optimus prime on the other side actually got off he was never in that situation that megatron was in but he did what he felt was necessary in order to win the war get people free and everything and so he's also dealing with people who are optimus has people who are pissed off at him because they blame him for the war. Yeah. They blame you're just a soldier is what they say. And so that's where some of the whininess comes in. He's like, I was just doing what I thought was right. Or so. following orders. I mean, is he the high, who is the higher up? Uh, at the time... Because it's I always kind he, of dodgy. Most, most of the time, he, I think he was. There were definitely, they talk about some of the other Primuses before him. But once he became, you know, Prime, I think he was the highest up person. Okay. He's actually turned the reins of command over on uh, Cybertron to Starscream. That's how much he has done with being in charge. That, He's turned I, it over to Starscream. I can safely Starscream. say that's, that's a terrible it's idea. It's an awful <laughs> idea. And a lot of people agree with you on that one. I was yeah. like, I love Starscream. Yes. Because he's the whiny bitch, <laughs> yes. uh, but that's a terrible idea. He even wears his crown sometimes. It's pretty of cool. Of course, he wears his crown. <laughs> like, I, I did. You ever get around to watching the Prime cartoon? No, no, it's on Netflix. If you ever get a chance, it's actually 
quite done well. I, I, I enjoyed it. They, they take some of the old school principles and the yeah. new stuff and they kind of mix it together and yes. I actually was no, what, pretty good. What's the, a lot of times the animation was always the sticking point for me on these other weird. series. Is I, it I, the CGI? It's the CGI one, mm. but it's good CGI. Okay. Too much. Right. What I'm getting at is the design of Starscream yes. in that particular show. He had a high heel. Oh, I've seen those like, pictures. I was like, girl, you have a heel that can cut Isn't glass. That, didn't we talk about this at one point? Didn't somebody make a body pillow with him on it? Probably. I think I probably. Just, I'm like, that's I was weird. just like, that's weird. <laughs> Uh, and it's, it, it, I think that's what makes the Transformers fun is that there are many, many characters that you enjoy, mm. but no matter who you, everyone has their personal favorite, yes. but everybody loves Optimus Prime. Everybody does. Like, Though in the in the comic books, so right you now, love not... Star or, um, Soundwave. Oh, I love Soundwave. All your shit love is Soundwave. Soundwave. I'm oh, looking at your Soundwave right crap yes. right now, but <laughs> Optimus Prime is always going to be there. Like, yeah. no matter even you don't have Optimus Prime stuff, yeah. Soundwave is your favorite, but, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And in the comics, yeah. Optimus Prime is not my favorite in the comic books. I love him. Definitely love him. But I always like all the books that talk about anybody except him. Because when he comes there, I'm like, I think he's going to be conflicted some more. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know? well, he's, 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 the, he's the main character. He's the leader. So it's yeah. kind of like, you know... We pretty much understand his character at this point. So yes. anytime they throw in a, a new wrench, it's kind of like, oh, that's either going to work or go terribly wrong. Right. Uh, the same can be said for Megatron on some aspect. That's why I think it's it's kind of nice that when you watch, say, the original movie or the original series, I hate to use this as a term, but it's like okay. you got the humans there to kind of <gasps> guide you. And even though you're watching, you're like, well, why are humans here? Yes. Oh, that's right. Because I'm a human. And I have to feel a part of this. I well, guess. I don't necessarily need a human anymore, no. uh, but I get why they're there. Yeah, which is why uh, there's the. Uh, it was formerly Robots in Disguise. Um, now it's just called the Transformers comic. I don't read that one as much. Way too many humans. Yeah, I just don't care about what they have to do. No. We're like, no. Oh, we're here to help. Help what? Like I know. we're going to step on you. Kevin like, has brought up a bunch of times a really good point. These. Transformers, Cybertronians live like literally millions of years, oh, millions of years. And she's like, how in the world when you've got a human that lives like a, a human that lives a hundred years is living a long time. Yeah. Why isn't it that the Transformers aren't like, oh, hey, have you talked to Spike lately? Oh, no, he died. When did he die? I don't know, like 600 years ago or something. I mean, a human life has got to pass in a blink of an eye. Yeah, it's just also like it's probably why would they want to talk to him? There's no like. Um, what's the term I'm looking for? Uh, like life. There's no, there's no common ground. It yeah, like, they, like there's no know, life so. connection there. No. They don't understand. No, and yet sometimes they do. I mean, and the the one yeah. thing I do like about the regular Transformers series is, um, I think it's Thundercracker. I don't believe it's Skywarp because they do look very much alike, and they even made a joke was, about that I at one point. Who you know, those characters. They are. were some of the seekers, the, the Decepticon planes. Thundercracker has a pet dog right now. and that's like, a, like a robot dog or an actual dog? Actual dog. Oh, okay. Which seems even weirder because a dog that lives like 25 years is living for a long time. So yeah, it's like... That's, I get a stretch if dog makes a 10. Seriously, like, yeah. right. So I'm like, well, he's got a dog. That's going to be a heartbreak waiting to happen. That yeah. dog is not going to last even a fraction of an Now, I guess my question to you is because you'll know more about it. Now, they are machines. Yeah. But they're organic living machines, correct? Well, I wouldn't say organic, but okay. they are alive. They are okay, alive. so they have feelings, yes. thought. Okay, yes. so they have emotion. Yes. Which is always one of my biggest gripes. I never yeah. understand how a, yeah. a robot gets emotion or yeah. versus not emotion. Sure. It's just I, I just I try so hard <laughs> to understand it and I just can't get to it sure. sometimes. Um 
Unless they tell you, oh, well, we put an emotion chip in Data. And it was like, oh, got it. Got it, got it. That's a thing that you added. That makes sense now. You know? in, in all the Transformers, it is the spark. Your spark okay, is Okay, so your the spark soul. is like their soul. Yes. Okay, check. Uh, I think that's why Optimus works more than others is because I... Be, well, again, it stems from him being the main character. Mm. Is I feel that they allow him to have moments mm. where he bears his soul. He does. With yes. either another Autobot or a Megatron or whatever human of the week. Yeah. You know, so I think that's what makes him so likable. Yeah. yeah. Also, there's the protected, like, guardian angel thing that he kind of does where you're like oh well of course I'd want him to protect me because more than anyone else yeah because like hardly anybody else has ever really cared for the humans the way he does Bumblebee no or Maybe, maybe only Spike once about yeah, 600 exactly. years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think so. And then he's gone. But no, I think, yeah, he really, he honestly does believe, like, all the things that he does is because you shouldn't, like, control humans. You shouldn't control any other race. They should be able to be free to do what they want, you know? And then that actually has been questioned before. They're like, yeah, but you're interfering with their lives, you know? By having this war, you've, you know, certainly changed them more than anybody else ever has. Which is so weird. Like, did you see the last Transformers movie, the part four with Marky Mark? No. You're okay. Everyone um, says that. Yeah, and it's on Netflix for free. And that should tell you how you're rushing <laughs> to get to do, it. I can't do uh, it. it, it, it they, it's so contradictive. Like... He has scenes that we've seen in the movie franchise that he's, you know, oh, we're humanity's last hope. You're sure. like, mm, all right, just get off the planet and you're fine. Yes, like, take if the you, war someplace If you else. leave, yeah. Yeah. humanity is totally fine. Yes. Uh, but he goes and makes this big deal about, like, we don't kill humans. We don't kill humans. And then he shoots the bad guy in the movie and kills a human. And I was what? like, okay, now, granted, he was the bad guy. Is that how we're going to sleep at night? But... You really made a big point about yeah. we don't kill human. Yeah. Oh, but I'm going to kill that human. Yeah. <laughs> like, were, wait, the reasons wait, for staying what? on Earth were never... I mean, I've mean, i discussed this with you off podcast several times, but it's worthy to bring up. Sure. I never understood the movie, the, the animated movie. Oh, the 86 I have, movie. I've watched it a few times in my sure. lifetime. Yeah. And actually, with every time I watch it, I get... Slightly more confused. Okay, I'll and break I don't it down know for why. you. It's oh, you good. have yes, several yes, times yes. before, oh, yes. oh, and awesome. I still just like I don't get it. Um, like I, because I know they it's, they start off on Earth in the beginning of that, and yes. then they have their little scuffle. Yeah, uh, Optimus dies, which I know is heartbreaking yes. for the fans of the series. Yes, and then Megatron does something, and then oh, he kills Starstream. I remember that. Yes, yes. And, and Technically then, Galvatron, but yes. Right, and then and then Galvatron shows up, and then there's um uh, uh the big planet. Unicron. Unicron. Yeah. yeah, I know. Orson Welles shows up, yeah. and then Little Nemo's there, yes. and then they're not on Earth anymore. Okay. And, and like the whole rest of the movie takes place not on Earth, right? Like on Cybertron? Oh, I'm trying to remember. In the very beginning, they are on Earth. Okay, so before the movie, the Autobots and the Decepticons have been having their war for millions of years. Correct. They crash land on Earth. They're in suspended animation for a few hundred years, I suppose. They come back up. Uh, the, the fight continues, but now it's happening on Earth a lot of the times. By the time the movie starts, something had happened where the Decepticons gained the upper hand and the Autobots had become more like, kind of like the Rebellion, you know, they're right. the guerrilla warfare and this kind of stuff. They've got secret staging grounds on two of Cybertron's moons. And so the fight goes back, they send a ship to Earth and the Decepticons take control of it 
and surprise attack on Metroplex on Earth. And the Decepticons, of course, you know, they kill Prime. Uh, they've got the upper hand again, and everybody has to run away. And so a lot of the movie is them just trying to escape from the Decepticons. Okay. They land on Junkion at one point. Right. They land on various other places. Now, is the movie supposed to take place after the cartoon series? Or uh, is it in the middle of? In the middle, because you had the pre-movie episodes and then the post-movie episodes. And I always say the post-movie episodes always happen at night. Because <laughs> if you look, because okay. they're mostly in space. So they're, they're much darker. And but Optimus is good. in those. He does come back eventually. Right, that's because I know he comes back as some, he's yeah, um, Rodimus Prime? Uh, no, that was actually a different character. Hot, okay. Hot Rod was a young punk who turns into a big leader who's also still right. Uh, uh, Judd Nelson's character. Yes. Why? I, yes. Mean, I know the cast more than I know. You about probably the know the cast better yeah. than I do. <laughs> I, I always pay attention to the robots' names. I can tell you all of the robots. Uh, yeah, names. I get so confused with the robot names because I know the general cast. Yes. You know, like you know, Bumblebee, yes. uh, Ratchet. Uh, uh, jazz. Yeah. Did you know the guy who played jazz passed away? Yeah, Scatman Scruthers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, I found more interesting than the Scatman Scruthers. Yes. Like yes, I, exactly. I, 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 think was, I don't think a lot of people focused on that as much as I think they should have. Probably not. Kind of like okay. when the dad from Fresh Prince passed away and everyone yeah. found out he was Shredder. Yes. I was like, no, no, we need to focus on that a lot more. Like really, he really. was the voice of a child. Exactly, like, exactly. The exactly. And, and I know uh, what was the female um, RC. RC. I know that RC. Become a much more interesting. Character in the comic books, but she's kind of clearly they probably had to crazy. She's a little crazy, definitely like like crazy fun or crazy like oh this bitch be cray, this bitch bitch be cray, and and we'll kill you if you if you look at her. Uh, And then I knew the villains more because I'm a villain guy. I always find the villains a slightly more interesting. So like I I can probably list off more Decepticons and Autobots. But I, I I guess in one hand, if there is some positive effects to the movies mm-hmm. that they at least went for the characters that are mostly known. True. Now granted you could not tell who was who no. and they killed most of them so it doesn't yes. really matter. Yes. But the negative aside at least they went with the characters that are mostly well known like yes. Jazz and Ratchet and <laughs> Bumblebee and you're just like oh good I know these characters yes. you know Granted, when they all started talking, you were like, I don't want to know any <laughs> no, of these especially characters. Especially not jazz, obviously. No, like, yeah. as the most stereotypical rapper black yeah. person, I was yeah. like, come on, for yeah. real? And then you see part two, and you're just like, oh, this is, this is it gets worse. Like, but who knew? Two, I never, I did, I did see one, and I did see three. I never saw two, because somebody said, oh yeah, they've got these two little characters, and they kind of remind me of Jar Jar Binks. And I'm like, nope, <laughs> I am out. I, as weird as this statement is, like, I don't like these movies at all. No. But I secretly like part three. You know, I don't I, know why. There was something fun. I mean, we've got Leonard Nimoy was in I there. I so think that, that was really kicks up the really cake, though. I'm like, it's like, oh, it's Spock as a bad guy. That really kind of helps does. me out a lot. Also, there was those guys in the flight suits that you know the 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 suits that fall and you basically catch oh the the, wind. the army guys. Yeah, yeah their story was kind of interesting. Yeah. Actually, I'm just talking about that scene. The scene is a good scene. It's very as well much thought. as I do not like Michael Bay films, and no. I have nothing. Uh, and I'm not trying to like jump on a bandwagon. Or no, I've generally you. never enjoyed his movies. No, I, I don't like his style of directing. And then after watching a lot of DVD features, and I know many people who have worked with him in Hollywood, I don't like him as a human. That's so also So it also is kind of like a baggage thing for me. The man does make interesting looking movie choices yeah. occasionally. Yeah, and a lot of people say that you know the Transformers movies and the the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies were not made for the fans of the cartoon. No, they were they made not. for fans of Michael Bay. And so yeah. if you like those movies, you will love those movies. I will safely say the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie that is 
one of the worst things I've ever seen. I, I couldn't is, watch it. I couldn't go see it. Now, now, granted, it's not directed by him, but the rumor around Hollywood is the guy who was directing it yeah. had a lot of trouble. Wait, and Michael Bay had to get brought. He was brought in. Oh, okay. Because I was. I thought Michael Bay was. No, like it's the, just it's it's all produced by Michael Bay and his company, mm-hmm. which they have a look. They have to. Yeah. They have to make it look like a Michael Bay movie. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't remember the name of the guy who directed it right now. But mm-hmm. the scuttlebutt around Hollywood was that he had some trouble, mm-hmm. and Michael Bay ended up doing some of the directing. Okay. That it's kind of like one of those things that everybody knows but no one talks about. Sure. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's kind of a shame, but that movie was. Very painful. Yeah. Because I like turtles. I'm a turtles guy. Honestly, the second I saw the nostrils on him, I was like, nope, that's yeah. not what you do. You know? I, Splinter's dead eyes really freaked me out. Yeah. Like, And the fact that the tail was, I was like, uh, I don't think rats necessarily can actually work their tails like Nightcrawler. I don't think they can, no. Uh, granted, you're a mutant rat. Right. Like, There's a word for that. There's a word for that. What, the tail prehensile? Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, I'm like, like, you're not Nightcrawler. No, no. God, you are not Nightcrawler. <laughs> no. You would be a little better. Any incarnation of Nightcrawler that we've seen before would have probably been better than that. So. Oh, did you see the Age of Apocalypse trailer when you went and saw Star Wars by chance? No, no. I'm trying to think of what, We're what gonna it was take on this. A, yeah, a little left, left turn, turn here. Left That's turn from totally Optimus. Fine. Optimus will still be there. He's yeah, cool. He's, he's we all love him. He's going to hang around millions of years. He lives. Yeah. So it's totally fine. Yeah, he'll be around. He's a big semi. It's fine. It'll be fine. Now, what was uh, what were the previews? We saw the fifth wave was one. Yeah. I don't think I'm in on that one. Oh, Zootopia, which I'm totally Zootopia in. Zootopia looks great. Absolutely. Yeah. What were some of the other ones in that one? Uh, we saw both those. We saw the Harry Potter one, yeah, um, which was more of a teaser, really, than it a was. trailer. It, was. It, it told you nothing about the story. It told you absolutely none of the characters. No. And if you are not in the know, mm-hmm. it was very confusing because I spoke to some people who did not understand that is a seventy-five year before Harry Potter. Right. I guess you could say prequel only because it came before the Harry Potter, but it's not really are, a prequel. But like a lot of people are also really avoiding the term prequel. Now. Yeah, and it's I don't want to use it either. Yeah, I just say it yeah. took place 75 years sure. before Harry Potter. Sure, sure. It's, you know, time before time. Sure, uh, sure. But, but no, it's, I, didn't, I don't think there was an Age of Apocalypse one in ours. Yeah, it, the, it, it's... it's it, look, it's got my money. It's not like I'm not going to see oh, it. Yeah. It was not a good trailer. I, I like I, I talked to some people like, you didn't think the trailer was awesome? I was just like, no, I did not. No. Like the trailer was not very awesome. It, it kind of was like, because there was no narrative to it. It was just like, here are the things that are completed okay. and edited. And we will throw all of these up. And also it was very frustrating as... And as, as most people who know me know, or fans of old podcasts that are listening to this one know, and now new people know, I hate Brian Singer with a passion. I know and, you do. And so to me, it just has the stink of his all over it, which is fine. And I really like the last movie, but he is not accredited to that, in my opinion. <laughs> You're but, just uh, like, it was good in spite of him? Yeah, in spite of him, of I, I enjoyed it. But the, the trailer very much showed off a lot of Jennifer Lawrence as... Jennifer Lawrence and not Mystique. Now, so much of the fact that she had to make a statement like the following Monday, like, no, no, I'm blue in the movie. Yeah, because like, that's what the fans want to see. And, and yeah, it also yeah. goes against everything that we've learned about that character, that she doesn't feel the need to have to be anyone else but her blue. Yeah. So to see her not be blue in, at any point in time, if she's not hiding, yeah. it's like... So the actress who now has an Oscar did not want to be blue for this particular scene. I guess. And you said, okay. Yeah, I guess. You know what? You're paid a lot of money. So 
I'm going to need you to go get blue. I was wondering if that's the reason why. Because you play Mystique. Well, maybe that's the reason why they didn't do it. Jennifer Lawrence's star is pretty high at this point. And they thought maybe we'll get people in who would not usually go see her when she's blue. And they'll go see her when she's not blue. Because it's just been in dialogue. We've learned that she does not not want to not be blue. Exactly. You you got what I said. She's told me. Yes. No, I I parsed that out. So that was frustrating for me. But... Granted, the scenes that we saw are just scenes, so no. we have no we have no idea what the movie is going no. on. I will tell yeah. you one thing: when talking about trailers before the movies, though, we did see the Batman Superman trailer. Oh yeah, that happened. I still have mixed feelings, but I got to tell you, the the sight of Wonder Woman coming in there, and seeing that really on the big screen, changed. I I I wasn't excited. Yeah. Or less excited. Sure. I was just like, I'm still keeping myself at the pace that I need to be at for That's that fine. particular movie. That's fine. But seeing Wonder Woman always makes things better. It's so I true. was like, well, that is an improvement. Now, granted, for a three-minute trailer, you should have shown her more. And maybe not shown the doomsday or whatever that creature is. Sure. I, I could I liked, have gone without a lot of that. I liked it only because I had not expected to see her in this trailer. And I don't know why. Because she showed fair. up in other things. So I liked the impact that mm-hmm. she had when she showed up. But yeah, the rest of it, I'm like, aren't there a lot of people thinking that she might save this movie? You know? Because people don't care about Ben Affleck as Batman, and they're not really all that happy with Henry Cavill as Superman. I, I don't know if it's the casting as so much as they're in weird movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. As my, my problem with Man of Steel was not necessarily him. I thought he was fantastic. Oh, yeah. It was, it's unfortunate he was in that Superman movie. Right. right you know? Right, right. And I am one, like, Superman's one of my, again, I've, we've spoken off podcasts several times. Like, I love Superman. So, it's, it's frustrating for me to watch these Superman movies and kind of go, I don't understand why you guys can't crack this. Yeah, well, in 78, they cracked it fine. Yeah. And it, granted, Tongue and cheeky, but, but it was also fun. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I like the Marvel movies so much. Is they're fun. Yeah, I did not walk out of any of the Batman movies or any of the Superman movies and think, oh "My God, I can take on the world." I was like, "Well, I'm really depressed. Maybe <laughs> well, I'll go just, home and watch The Walking Dead because that's yeah. how depressed I am." I'll, I'll just cheer myself up with some Walking Dead. But yeah. I, I like, I enjoyed the Nolan movies, which I was disappointed when I found out that, well, whatever, you know, they're gonna kind of. Are they retconning it? Are they saying they're not retconning? They're just saying that was its own thing. Okay, like Tim Burton's verse. Yeah, no that's one wants fine. to go back to those. Like no, they just that was a thing that happened. Yes, the Nolan verse is a thing that happened. Okay, all right, and right. here is the new thing but that's, that's happening. But the Superman is just DC's way right now. They just keep on wanting to make Superman grittier and grittier. And and he's not a gritty character. Yeah, he's apple pie. Yeah, Chief and, and it, that's what's American frustrating because you know? that's what I like Superman. Okay. And, and if I want that, I'll read Batman, which I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like, like, there you go. They've that's, already that's, done yeah, that. Like, that's, that's why I like Batman. I so I, I'm hoping Wonder Woman is not gritty also, yeah. you know, because she is supposed to be the light of the DC universe. She embodies, you know, peace and beauty and tranquility. But she's also and, an Amazon warrior. And a warrior, you know, and, you just, and you're just like, okay, well, please don't focus on just the warrior aspect. Yeah. Like, there's a lot more to that character. I have not picked up a DC book in about three months now. You're and, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I have no... So there's nothing coming out of DC right now that you'd, that you'd no, recommend? No, I read... Because um, I, I work at the comic book store, of yeah. course, and I was reading a lot this past weekend. Because uh, I only read my Marvel at home. Right, because you want to enjoy it. Yeah, I want to enjoy it. Yeah. And I only... <laughs> I don't buy a lot of DC, so I read it in the store and put it back on the shelf. That's fine. Uh, I read some of it... I, 
the new thing that confused me, I don't know if you knew or heard about this. You know that post-50, or no, the pre-52 Superman and Lois yes. are now in the universe yes. in their own book? Yes. I read those for yes. the first time. Yeah. Is it any less confusing after having read about it? No, okay. but I, it, it was it was actually more frustrating because this is like, so you're writing the Superman I love, mm-hmm. and he's here. Mm-hmm. But he's not Superman. No. Because you have another Superman in three other books who is this asshole Superman. I swear so it's God. like it, it's almost kinda like you're 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 teasing me with something I very much enjoy and then pulling it away at the last second. Like, you can't have that. I just yeah, my yeah. thing is I there's no there's nothing ever intrigues me when I pick up the books. I did a post of the my Fifteen favorite artists of the year in comic books, mm-hmm. and DC didn't make a single slot, not a single one. Uh, not even some of the best artists that I like at the DC right now are doing anything I'm interested in. Like is I it, know, is it Capullo who's the artist? He's the, right the artist on Batman, yeah. and he's and still I'm, doing Batman. I like and he's him, but not amazing. as much as I, I like him, but not yeah. as much as I like everybody else. The you know? like I love Francis Manipal, who is yeah. doing. Justice League now and then. Okay, all right. And it's great when he's on it. I was about to say, he was, he was the only reason why I ever picked up the early Flash books, but yeah. the story just lost me. I'm like, I can't, it's, I can't it's just, do it. It's, it's, just, it's just disappointing when um, when I know I can I can pick up a Marvel book and I, and I have a really good time with it. Are you reading the uh, Angela uh, Queen of Hell books? I am not. Oh, I, I, I so pretty. I, the artwork <laughs> so is very pretty. pretty. Uh, I'm not necessarily a big fan of the character. I like that they made her an Asgardian, yeah. though. I'm fully, totally down with that. You know what you'll like? Her girlfriend, Sarah. And in the most recent issue that came out, the writing for this character is so snarky and spot on and funny. And like girlfriend as in their lovers or girlfriend friend? Girlfriend as in the lovers. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I just, not that it they matters. I just wanted did, to verify. They yeah. made the leap. They actually cool. did admit that. But yeah, that's that's a good one. So Don't know how we got onto comic books after talking about Optimus Prime. Well, he's in a comic. Well, but two of my other favorite artists, um, uh, Livio Remindelli and Alex Milne, who are also over in uh, IDW's Transformers. Hey, we brought it back around to Transformers. The Transformers books sell really well. I mean, people mm-hmm. really like them. Um, I have only picked up a few here and there and read them. I did enjoy back in the day the Transformers G.I. Joe combo book that they did because it was kind of fun. They're doing it now still. It's still going Um, on. There was rumor online a couple weeks ago that they wanted to try and make that into a movie and I was like, no, 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 no. Please stop. No, God. Keep everything separate. I don't know why I just had such an instinctive kind of like, no, don't do that. God, uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. If you want to make a video game, sure, knock yourself out. I'll I'll, I'll play the Baroness riding Soundwave and kicking ass. I'm all for that. totally fine. Yeah, I don't need... Yeah. No, uh, no, no, no. I got a bad feeling about that one, so I don't want to do that. I don't know how I feel about how they want to make a Transformers multiverse franchise. Like, they want to do two more films in the six connected films. You know, you got like the Shia story, then you get the Marky Mark story. Mm. Fine, whatever they want to yeah. do. Yeah, go for it. And then they want to do offshoot with characters. I was like, what characters? I. Am I going to follow Optimus Prime in a movie? Like, it, and as weird as is this next statement is going to be weird because right. we were saying earlier how the humans aren't important to yeah. the story. If you don't have a human with Optimus Prime out in space, I am not interested. I because then it admit, turns yeah. into a cartoon. It's true. No, it's like, true. are you a motion capture movie, Transformers cartoon? Yeah. If that's the case, start all over and just do a motion capture Transformers yeah. movie the correct way. Right. And that's that's exactly where I am Just with reboot this. everything and call it a 
If it, had been a, if it had been a different story and the characters looked different, I'd be in for Transformers with no humans at any time. Exactly. But the way they are right now, I'm like, well, I, I say the way, I still don't care. You know? No. Put humans in there, take humans out, I don't care. It's, it's, it's a Michael shame Bay. that yeah. that's the problem with that franchise, is you watch it and you're really kind of like, huh, well that was entertaining. That was a movie. I mm-hmm. don't care yeah. if I go back to this particular world. I own the first movie and it's got its funny bits here and there. I, I like own a them few all. Of those I'm not gonna lie, yeah. but uh, but it's I don't know why though. Like I just <laughs> it's the collector mentality in me. Like uh. I'm like no, I'm a nerd. Maybe I miss something. Yeah, but I'll, I'll just watch it three or four more times. Yeah, I'm it's, sure it's, I'll get it. It's like watching one of the prequels. You're like I will try to understand sure. what is making. And you're watching. You're like no. <laughs> uh, it is frustrating that yes. Uh, Mm. You're the my biggest complaint with is they just never look like the characters I know exactly, and love, exactly. and and I don't understand why he made that choice. Like that was such an a blatant choice to be like, no, we're gonna make them more organic. We're and gonna make like, them why? spiky with lots of little pieces. So though I always I've always maintained that an animator came to him at some point and said, hey, look at this, like, not even for Transformers, look at this cool thing I can do. And Bay was like, that's awesome, let's make the Transformers look like that too. Yeah. That's what I, I always figured the animation came before the decision to that's make pro- it look this like that. fair. I remember reading something that he'd said he wanted to make sure that when you looked at the Transformer characters that you could actually believe that they could transform from their yeah. humanoid form yeah. into an actual working vehicle so therefore all those little parts and pieces need to go where those parts and pieces need to go and i was like that's no, not important no no also the, I think the cartoon could... worked around it very well by just we're fine done and done i always <laughs> felt no i think and i okay i get that as an argument i do but I yes. think you could have done it and they didn't look all spiky like yeah. they do right now it's the spikiness i don't like they don't the angles of their face are wrong they're the way their hands and arms and legs we should be so lucky that optimus prime looks the closest to the character that we know and yeah. love. And but only when he puts his face shield up. And that's another thing I didn't like. Yeah, that a lot like of times the, they the, have the lips are weird. I'm yeah, like, I don't need lips. No. Ugh, this you, is just some transformation. Weird looking. You know, though in the comic at one point he gotten into this fight and it was kind of like a knockdown drag out fight and he kind of shows up at this Senate meeting all look like like I don't know, the 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 hero of the movie who kind of walks in all smart ass even right. though he's got like a black eye. He walks in and half of his face shield had been had been uh, struck off and everything so you actually see his mouth. Then I liked it. Well, yeah, because then you're like, oh, well, okay, well, we knew he had lips. Exactly, We just exactly. don't even look at him. Yeah, in the original, original comic book, like the very pre, like, I guess it was when Marvel was doing it, he didn't because his face shield disappeared at one point and he only had like a little, like, like audio grid. I'm like, oh, I don't like that at all. That's, uh, no, that's, no, that's no, 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 like a speaker. No, it's awful. Well, I guess we've answered the question. <laughs> So Optimus Prime, epic. And a little whiny. And a little whiny. Like, he's time, yes. more epic than whiny. It's but, true. But it's he true, is yes. definitely, I think that's why he's one of those characters that has lasted in pop culture, who is remembered. The toys are awesome. Yeah. Uh, he's always going to be in whatever, in in um, cre- in in creation? No. In, in the franchise? I don't whatever know. franchise they decide to do, yeah. whether it be cartoon, movie, video game, whatever, Optimus is typically always there yep. for a reason. Yeah. Because he is awesome. Yes, yes. So Agreed. I think we Agreed. answered that question. Yeah. Uh, so that is this week's uh, Getting Lost in Sci-Fi. I'm, of course, Leland here with Elizabeth. You can locate us both on the Facebooks. Uh, we're on all the social media. And, you know, Pixelated Geek is our hub. So you can always go there for all sorts of fun things happening. Uh, we will see you 
next week to get lost yet again. Bye, guys. <laughs>